Jeff Kleiman, DrinkSpirits.com, joins us every Friday about 4.15. We're, we're going to be off tomorrow, so we didn't want to miss an opportunity to learn how to make the ultimate mint julep because Saturday, Kentucky Derby. Yep, yep, and Cinco de Mayo. It's kind of like, you know, two planets aligning. I don't know if those two go together, do they? I mean, the, I think you do your Kentucky Derby drink, the mint julep, during the day, right? Yeah, and yeah then, when you put your big giant hat on. Right. And, and then, then you, you get trade your, your hat for, uh, for another big giant hat, a sombrero, right. Then you go out and then you just start doing, go, you switch to margaritas, right? Absolutely. You said that this is, you're a guy who's very talented at making drinks. But the first thing you said when you came in today, you go, I wouldn't say this is an easy drink to make. No, no, there's a reason why we do it once a year. <laughs> it's really that difficult, huh? Well, you know, again, this is a three-ingredient cocktail, but the elements that you put them together and the way you put them together in the presentation is uh, a little challenging. Uh, one of the, the the essence of a great mint julep is crushed ice, and to get it really crushed, you use a thing called a Lewis bag, which we have here. It's a canvas bag, and uh, you pound it and pound it and pound it. I've, I've done a little pre-pounding on this ice here because I don't want a whole segment of me banging on the soundboard. Right. <laughs> Where do you get one of those bags? Because I've been trying uh, to get some of the tools as you come in with with new things. I've been trying to get the tools at home so I could always make. Yeah, most the, of them you can get on Amazon or Cocktail Kingdom, uh, especially for any of the the great barware and mixing glasses. Uh, there, it's a great resource. But most everything that I use, I've gotten online. I have to ask because I know people are thinking: Can you pound the bag too hard? No, 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 no. Because I mean, <laughs> not, 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 there's no sense. You're pulverizing ice here. So, and I, I'm not making a stop. joke. I'm not making stop. Stop. a joke Just when stop. I say it. Just wait until we start talking about spanking the mint. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, I, I knew where you were uh, going with no, this. No, what, what I really, I really am making a point on this because there is a fine line between crushed ice and then you start to really get powder. Yeah, yeah. Because there are people that are going to go over. Well, hey, a, a little bit's good. A lot's going to be better, right? So it's you're the more you. Pound it and crush it, the better it's going to be. With ice, more is better. With mint, less is better. Okay. So, hmm. you know, this is, this is the, you know, and again, easy cocktails can be deceptively difficult, and this is one of those that's, that is difficult. By the way, the list of ingredients are on our Facebook page, Theory Boyd's World, AM860, KPAM. All right. So, the history of the mint julep. I know you know it, right? I know you, you yeah. know, you know more about drinks and alcohol than anybody I know. Thank why, you. Why, why the, was the mint julep, why, why did it become the official drink of the Kentucky Derby? I mean, it was a very popular drink. It was also done with gin. It was a they did a gin gin julep, um, and I, I think it you know when you put it in a, a frosty glass and you 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 carry it out in a hot you know uh, Kentucky May day, it's extremely refreshing. You've got bourbon, you've got ice, you got sugar, and you've got mint. Um, most of the people in Kentucky, the way that they do their bourbon is you take a pint glass and you fill it up with ice as much as they'll fit. And you pour your bourbon in. So this is not. That's true. I lived in Kentucky. It is very true. So this is kind of a refined version of that. Um, it wasn't actually until 1938 that it became the official drink of the Churchill Downs for the Kentucky Derby. Have you, have you ever been to the Kentucky uh, Derby? Uh, I haven't been to the Derby. I have been to the Downs. Uh, it's an amazing racetrack. And uh, uh, I will at some point go to the Derby, yes. It's an interesting place. Having lived in Kentucky when that when that. When it's derby season and it's derby week, that whole state pretty much shuts down. There's two times, basketball and the derby. Yeah. And the rest of the time, it's Kentucky.
You would. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> Way to sell it. Well, yeah. <laughs> don't live there anymore. Jeff Kleiman, drinkspirits.com. He's pounding the bag of ice as we speak. Now. All through traffic. How do you, uh. <laughs> I, I know we're not at spanking the mint yet. We're almost there. But what does that mean Terry for can't some, weed. No, it's for, for some, someone who's listening at home. Because there are people right now that are trying to make this drink as we're doing it. Sure. So when you spank the mint, what does that mean? Uh, I'll demonstrate. We have okay. a sprig of mint. And in this case, for the mint julep, it's spearmint. Um, you know, there are a lot of mints out there, the traditional one in spearmint. So spanking the mint, basically you take a sprig of mint like this, you take your hand, spank it on the back of your hand. Why? What? What? what, what? <laughs> Here's what part why? of the show. Smell my hand. what it does what it does is it it actually uh releases the essential oils from the mint which is what we're really working with so you're you're not the leaf of the mint is not really something we're interested in in our cocktails we're interested in the oil from the mint and that that kind of wakes up the mint starts getting the oils out to the edge of the leaf where we want it this sounds just like a saturday night live bit no seriously (laughs) you got to spank your mint right here on the back of the uh the back of your hand uh, okay, so how much you put one sprig? Yeah, you you put one, or actually in this case we're putting two sprigs of mint. Uh, actually, we're putting one in, in one in the cup itself. We're gonna make two here, uh, and one is a garnish. Um, important for this one, we I made a simple syrup ahead of it, and uh, a lot of cocktails call for simple syrup. You don't want to go buy this. This is something you can make at home. Uh, take a, a dressing jar or a bottle that uh, you've used and put one half sugar, one half warm water. And shake it up, put it in your fridge. It'll last, you know, a week or so. Simple syrup. Can you substitute hummingbird food for that? <laughs> I don't know if you heard earlier this week. I, I inadvertently you took poison. I did. I, I inadvertently had hummingbird food. The red dye color was in our refrigerator, and then we're making what I thought were cranberry and vodkas. Yeah, that's not good. Hummingbird food. See, vodka goes with everything, right? Right. <laughs> it's a new drink. So the most important thing, and this this is for both the julep and for, you know, when we talk about mojitos and everything, anytime we deal with mint, you do not want to pulverize this mint. You just basically want to call what, you know, we, we first we spank it and now we bruise it. So we're lightly tapping that mint in the glass with a simple syrup. I mean, you're, you're barely doing much. You like, tap, tap, tap. doesn't take much to get that mint oil into the liquid that you're dealing with. Very, very, very lightly. Why do we always see bartenders just pulverizing it? Uh, because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, is that? But yeah. are there a lot that don't know what they're doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, people don't. People well, you, think that you gotta that you gotta really mangle that mint to get the flavor out of it, and you you just don't. You don't. It gives the oil comes out into the liquid very easily, and uh, there's just not much you have to do to it. So let's just recap. You want to pound the ice. <laughs> the bag. You want to. The bag. You, you want to pound the bag. Let me help you with your. Thank you. You want to spank your mint. But you don't want to pulverize your mint. Right. You want to bruise it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then the next, the next part, said. next part, Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell's over there. He's on the floor. I can tell he's on the floor over there. <laughs> it is one, it's one of those things, you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm just giving you the game day verbiage. Yeah. Yeah. So now we've got, uh, we poured our, our, our bourbon in here. And, and in this case, we're using Woodford Reserve which is the official bourbon of the uh, Churchill Downs. Um, I also like making my, my mint juleps with Bullet, Bullet Rye, and uh, Makers 46, which we also have here. So we, we've got uh, all that in the bottom of these special tins. Now, these are these are julep cups, and uh, it's great to make. You know, there are a couple of drinks you can make in anything. This is a special drink. Make it in a julep cup. It's It really does make it Looks all cool. the difference. Yeah. 
Is there something to do with the tinniness that makes it like seem cooler? Seem well, it frosts. Right. So you'll see. So we're gonna we're gonna add our our our, our snowed ice in. I'm making a couple at a time because it's better to you know and you're gonna be doing all this pounding the ice. You may as well pound as much ice as you can to get. I always say that. You know and. If you're making juleps, this takes a lot of ice. So you will want to prepare. You want to either get a bag or, or kind of, you know, get a get a bowl, put it in the freezer, and make a couple what, loads of ice. What if your refrigerator makes crushed ice? Does that work? You can do that. I mean, this is that is an option. Um, but it takes kind of the fun out of it, right? I mean, you're not going to get this powdered like snow. Icy. I mean, yeah, it, I mean, you know. This is part of the art of making this drink, right? The mint julep. Is, it, you you got to get into it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're making mint juleps today, which, by the way, the recipe is on our Facebook page, Terry Boyd's World AM860 KPAM. It smells super minty in here. It does. It smells so good. And, I can't wait and, to try this. And now you'll see why you use the julep cup. Now, you want when you handle a julep cup, you're going to want to either handle it from the oh, top look at that. or the bottom. It's nice and frosted. If you've ever seen uh, A Christmas Story, you'll know not to stick your tongue. Is it on... that frosted? Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> it is that cold. Wow. Here, let me get this over here. Again, the top or right. the top. Now I'm scared to touch <laughs> okay. it. I'm I mean, gonna, it, should be, it should be, it, I'm going to get a sip, and then I'm going to give you the uh, what, what we think. Now I know why this is the official drink yeah, of the Kentucky Derby. It's so refreshing. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. It, and the key to that really is, you know, again, we didn't pulverize the mints. So you're not going to have little pieces of mint stuck in your teeth yeah, after that this. that doesn't look good. And uh, <laughs> just really crushing that ice to snow. It really makes a difference. It keeps it really compact and cold. And this is that the, the, the penultima out watching the races cool drink on a hot day. Yeah, because it's probably going to be like 80 with 80 percent humidity. Muggy. This, yeah. And it's so it's so good. Over the two days, you know, they, they do the uh, Kentucky Oaks and then they do the Kentucky Derby. A hundred and twenty thousand of these are sold. That's amazing. Yeah. And, how do, how and it's do, the two brothers. <laughs> <laughs> how do they do it there to, to, to speed up the process when you have that many that you're selling? Well, I mean, obviously, the, in the crushing the ice, that's that's a big part of it, just, you know, being able to have. And there are machines that can, can pulverize ice like this uh, to this degree. Yeah. So, you know, and and also, I mean, they're, they're pumping them out, so they're doing, you know, line them up, pumping them out. Yeah, they probably got stations, and one guy's doing one thing. They just keep pushing them down the line. And they have they have a special one, which is like $1,000, that has, like, you know, ice from the Icelandic region and, you know, sugar from Austria. It's and, not ice. You know. It's diamonds. They're <laughs> drinking diamonds is what you but are. But they do a lot of fundraising, too. Uh, Woodford Reserve has been, again, the, the official uh, drink of the, the Churchill Downs and Kentucky Derby, and they, they do a lot of really good stuff for charity around it, too, so it's it's a great cause. That's well, cool. I feel like I'm helping charity right now. I appreciate it. Jeff Kleiman, drinkspirits.com. Next Friday, we're back on at 4.15. What are we going to learn to make next week? Oh, we're going to make one of my favorite drinks, and that is the daiquiri. How about a toast to Jeff on a mint julep day? Mm. Cheers. Mm. You know what we're doing? We're pre-funking the Kentucky Derby. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Pre-funking the Kentucky Derby because we're a couple days early. Uh, th- I think, uh, what did I say? 326 is the, the, the time on Saturday? Yeah. That the, the, the race starts? So we're two days ahead of time. Yeah. It's okay. Just start early. We like to stretch We were a couple weeks muscles. early on, uh, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> we like to stretch our drinking muscle. That's just the way it is. <laughs>